everyone. It's that 31st episode of What a Beautiful Podcast. Today it's going to be, uh, today Jack has lost the plot a little bit. I'm Jack. <laughs> I'm I'm Andy, and Jack is really not looking forward to doing this today. He, Jack got mad. He, he was, Jack. see, I, I've been trying to keep Jack in check about, like, like, you know, trying to find the, the the things that are good about Stardust Crusaders, which is a lot of things, but, like... There are some. But Jack is not thrilled about what we're covering today. Oh, it's just... It's just bad writing. I don't like it. And Polnareff is a dumbass. <laughs> that That's the triptych of this, uh... Of the, ep- of the chapters I went over. It's just like, oh my god. There's so much of this. It's just... But. It's just like an endless void of complete nonsense. But before we start just completely ranting about why it's not great, let's just like get get right into it. So we left off on part three of Dark Blue Moon. The thrilling conclusion <laughs> of a not thrilling arc. So our, our friends are still at sea and mm-hmm. and yeah, things are happening, right? <laughs> yeah, the Jotaro just like decked captain Tennille into the ocean <laughs> right um and we see his like writhing body in the waves and jotaro goes to like pull girl Smokey out of the water whose name i found out is Anne. i'm not sure if we if we overlooked that or if we haven't found out yet maybe I we just weren't paying care. attention uh, that's, it's entirely that's so possible, possible that that's what happened <laughs> yeah but he goes to pull her out and it turns out captain Tennille's still alive and he's attacking Star Platinum with barnacles. Barnacles. Barnacles! Kak- Great! They're a type of sea creature, as uh, Kakyoin lets us know. Right, right. But, and Star Platinum's arms are covered with them. Yeah, super gross. And they're sucking away Jotaro's strength somehow, because I guess that's what barnacles do. They they don't. <laughs> um, Kakyoin, Kakyoin tries... Yeah, he yeah, brings he out grabs... he brings out our friend H Green and like <laughs> H Green H H Green sounds like a H sounds like a sci fi author H Green here yeah and, and he tries to do something and like yeah he does it but then we get this yeah, he, like he gets we get this really hysterical drawing of Dark Blue Moon and the Captain Man oh my god <laughs> Dark Blue Moon just looks horrible in this shot like he looks like zat he looks like zat <laughs> it's so poorly drawn oh man <laughs> i dark blue moon is a stupid stand and i i'm glad i did i did this chapter last week so i didn't have to add it onto the shit pile this week but <laughs> captain Tennille and dark blue moon is just underwater about to fight jotaro and <laughs> He says for us, don't worry, our stands can communicate for us, even underwater. Talk away. And that's real convenient, because otherwise this scene really wouldn't work. Yeah, so that's just a, that is plot convenience at its best. And in this top panel here, it just looks like Dark Blue Moon is behind the captain's shoulder. He looks like just like a fucking Venus flytrap. Just... Yeah, it looks like he's about to like chop his finger <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, oh man. And he's just, Captain Tino's just jerking off about how he can, like, hold his breath, like, six minutes underwater, and that Jotaro doesn't have, like, can't do anything about right. it. Right. Um, and now Star Platinum's especially covered in barnacles. Oh, yeah, it's gross. <laughs> and he's trying to swim to the surface, 
but turns out Dark Blue Moon can make a Whirlpool, and that's not good for anyone trying to swim up out of the Whirlpool, which is Star Platinum. Um, H Green tries to tries to help again, and Andrew, I want to point out something. Yeah, that in the in the time from the previous Hierophant Green appearance to the now appearance, his face mask has completely changed. Oh, like, hold on, hold on. Like, completely different oh my god you're so right <laughs> what happened did he just forget like <laughs> it, previously it kind of looked like like the bane mask yeah and now and now it's it's like he's wearing a jock strap but stupid did like a rocky not his... have reference drawings like on hand at all times when he was doing this <laughs> God only knows. I guess, man. like, at this point, he was probably just like, I'm a Rocky. I, everything I do is great. <laughs> yeah. And I like the little panel of uh, Silver Chariot and Magician's Red, like, kind of swarping out of them. Out of, yeah. Just like, Whew, we're here. We can't do anything. <laughs> uh, but here, Fakarian can't help because it can never help. Well, yeah, it's useless. And it's completely useless. Yeah. yeah. How many weaknesses does here, Fakarian have? All, All of, of them, them. yeah. Um, but. Star Platinum's in the Whirlpool, still in the Whirlpool. Uh, it's getting all banged up by these Razor Scales. Uh, Dark Blue Moon's just about to smash uh, uh, Star Platinum. And then Star Platinum just does a thing with its finger. Uh, well, isn't this the first appearance of the Star Finger? Isn't it the first and last appearance of the Star Finger? Is this the only time he uses it? Um, I, I want to say. Oh, okay. Like... Yeah, like, uh, yeah, it's like the one time It's the time only time he uses, uses Starfinger, great. Alright, yeah, so that's really, basically... that's a really stupid, but like, at the same time, I do really have to point out how, um, how this, this one page saves this entire arc, because first of all, is he uses the Starfinger, goes right through his head, and- Oh yeah, the Starfinger is extending Star Platinum's, like, index and middle finger- and just, like, shooting them like a spear. And somehow this allows him to slice the top portion of Dark Lumen's head off, which is really funny looking in this panel. Like... Oh, yeah. What's that? <laughs> the... What's that sound effect? It's just... And the jorts with the fucking one-liner. The one who the will one. become sashimi is you! Oh. <laughs> and then Tenille's face just starts to come off. <laughs> and <laughs> J- jorts with the uh i was thinking that since we're underwater it's gonna get dirty when you piss on yourself while i'll beat you to death like great oh god this cool. is now you're like learning the formula here what these throwaway stand fights is just like the first like chap the first like third of the arc is just like Everybody's traveling. Intro. Second third, stand appears, and everybody's like, "What are we gonna do?" And then last third is George just punches them to death, and that's that, yeah, that's that's pretty much how that's it goes the formula down. for Stardust Crusaders. Unless it's Polnareff's, unless it's the Polnareff show starring Polnareff, which happens and, from and, time to time. Oh yeah. And in which case, it's just like, oh yeah, Polnareff's here. He's doing Polnareff things. was it's Polnareff was definitely like one of like probably Iraqi's favorite character to write in this part because he definitely had a good time with him, and it it shows. Yeah, he's a fun guy. Yeah, he's a fun. He's not especially capable. No, but like but he seems like an enjoyable he tries character. His best. 
Well, more more enjoyable than Kakyo in an Avtol. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. But we do get a great Joey face here. Great Joey face. <laughs> That's my. He's my grandson. He's my grandson. No doubt about it. <laughs> but anyway, so that was Dark Blue Moon. Pretty forgettable. But it's about to get worse. Isn't that right, Jack? Oh, it's about to get so much worse. But a brief bright spot. Look at this shoujo ass. Yeah, Dio. this this like, this drawing of Dio <laughs> is, is fucking incredible. I don't know what like, outfit is wearing, but it, it's amazing. <laughs> it's like a half pant overall. Yeah, one single with, pant. Oh um, like you've never uh, seen uh, Utena, right? No, I haven't. The uh, I'm aware <laughs> just of it. All, but like all the characters look like Dio right now, like ninety percent leg, eighty percent hair. Just like, and I really love like the forced mystery here by him just like not drawing his face in the reflection. Like, come the fuck no on, don't no face. It's like they we don't know no what Dio, Dio looks like. In fact, the face is it's they make a point to say that his head survived from part one, so we especially know what Dio's face looks like. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. So like, come on, man. <laughs> And then Enya is here. I don't like Enya. Nah, she's the worst, and she's also she's also the uh, the catalyst for the for the unholy plot, the unholy recon. So, well, you bring that up, and there's a line in here, because well, this whole like conversation between Dia and Enya is just like, you you're the best at stands. You're you're the best stand. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I know I am, but. I've already told you of stands and given you the ability to call upon yours. And like, huh. Okay. No, yeah, I mean, it's not, it's not the most forced retcon of all time. No. It's really just the the arrow being an obvious MacGuffin. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, she could have given him the ability to control stands. Like, fair enough. They never really, but they don't explain why she can do it. So that I guess the arrow is more retconning why Enya is able to control st- stands and thus impart yeah, that able to, to give Dio. people stands. Yeah, because like people just have stands in this world. Well, like, that's Paul that was always the weird thing about part three is that there's just stands. There weren't stands, and now there are, with no explanation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. But Dio's whole thing is like. Do not underestimate the Joe Stars. I must remove their presence from my life completely. And Enya is like, "Hey, for the next seven, the next seven stand users, that's what we're gonna have to read for the next seven months. <laughs> In these seven stand battles: Empress, Hangman, that's... Strength, Wheel of Fortune, starring Pat Sajak, Temperance, <laughs> Emperor, and Devil. Oh, I'm gonna make so many Pat Sajak jokes when we're covering. Can Wheel you just of... open?" <laughs> Can you open that episode with the Wheel of Fortune sound? <laughs> I really want to. I'm probably going to do that. Spoiler alert. Yeah. Get ready. Dude, I love um, the JoJo's team on the sea <laughs> on this map here. <laughs> oh, they've got a long way to go. Uh-huh. long way. And the whole thing is Enya has two right hands because one of the stand users is her son. The man that Polnareff has been searching for who killed his sister. Yeah. Yeah. 
He actually you can, you, sucks, you can... which is a shame. One of my favorite musical references in the part, but he sucks. Yeah, Jake Isle is just <laughs> stupid. Um, what else happens in this episode? Oh, I I forgot <laughs> for like a solid minute, like because uh, the end of Dio and Enya's conversation happens, and then we see a boat blowing up, and I thought this is the boat that <laughs> like Dio and Jonathan were on, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> No, that's Team Joe's boat. Oh, Hang right, on. yeah. Oh, the captain. He planted explosives on the ship beforehand. That bastard! That bastard. Ugh. <laughs> Everyone's on a life raft. Um, they're just at sea now, just hanging out. Just all these sailors. Um, Girl Smokey doesn't understand anything. Par for the course. And it's... And now we get bigger boat. Boat, ra- oh, yeah. boat round two, everyone. Hope you're ready for Big Boat, because it's here. It's here. Strength, part one. You would think one story arc on a boat would be enough, but you're sorely mistaken. Oh, God. Remember how in the OVA they combined Silver Chariot and Strength? Uh Uh-huh. Remember how it was really stupid? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's if you could see past everybody's character designs being really wide for some reason. Look, it was two thousand <laughs> wide. Was oh in. no, we've talked about this. I don't, I don't hate that OVA. I just, no, 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 I just no, think that I just think that the fact that they were so wide is endlessly amusing to me. <laughs> oh god, they were so they wide. were so wide. <laughs> Joey was built like a dump truck. Jorts <laughs> looked like there was three of them. Just like three men just standing next to each other. But it was it was blur they used the blurring tool to make it look like it was one person. <laughs> oh god. But anyway, um, uh Big boats here. Yes, they say, they just, Oh, we're saved, so they're gonna go get on the boat and they uh they got on the boat. Yeah, and as uh the Jorts is like I'm trying to figure out why there aren't any people nearby. Hey, he's like, Oh, it's too convenient. Yeah, and then Ponref come to save the day. It's here to save us. What are you going on about? There are no people on board? I'll ride this ship even if everyone on board is a stand user. It's like, okay. Oh, man. Maybe all of them are taking a dump. Great. Thanks, Ponref. Yeah, because they get on the boat, and it's a ghost ship, because everything is functional, but there's no people. And maybe they're all taking a dump, Polnareff says. And that's completely possible. But until we meet, and... this oh. this creature. This monkey trouble. This... <laughs> this, this monkey has the worst face of all time. And it's not much better in the anime. No! It's, it's, it's probably worse because it moves. Like... Yeah, I mean, you know, it just it's just the worst. And like to, yeah. so we meet this orangutan guy and he's the only living thing on the ship and then we get a really gross image like yeah we go from 0 to 100 <laughs> super quick so this giant cause... hook comes swinging down and goes right through this sailor's face and it pierces him in such a way where he just ends up looking like a predator and I want to throw up <laughs> it kind of looks like Someone smashed a pumpkin from the inside. Yeah, I hate it. Yeah, it's it's not good. 
it's just really gruesome and out of nowhere and for pretty much no reason really just like no just like we're just... i mean it's just like oh it's uh, rocky basically realized that he had red shirts to work with so let's just <laughs> kill one of them right now while he had the chance <laughs> Yeah, remember, audience, in that horror book, one of the chapters was on strange murders. Yep. And this is this is a Rocky to a T. He's just playing with what he likes to do. So that's and how the chapter George, ends. Yeah, well, the chapter ends <laughs> with everyone screaming, and then Jort's covering Girl Smokey's eyes, like, not really a good way to welcome a little girl out of the ship, is it? Oh, uh, very, very compassionate of you, Jotaro. Very... <laughs> and... And then the chapter Showing ends. some and real it... empathy there. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. And then Strength Part 2 opens up with uh, the body on the hook twitching. And just like, ploop, 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 ploop. It's like, ah, oh, gross. Uh, Careful, there may be stand users here. Oh, you fucking think, Joey? Like, Joey's face looks a bit <laughs> off here. Like, Little nah. off model. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and then here, Fant Green, uh, Kakuin sends him out to, like, figure out what's on the ship, because he can slither around and, like, see everybody on the ship, because it's just a super long-range stand. Don't think about it too much. Who cares? Yeah. It's, it's, it's not, not important. Um, and, Andrew, have you ever seen the movie Virus? I have not. Oh, man. It's a terrible movie, but it's about a boat that was, was abandoned at sea and a crew of a salvage uh, boat gets on and it's like, oh, we're going to get this boat. And then they all start to die one by one in comically gruesome ways. And it's just, it's just strength. <laughs> it's just strength. It's like, wow. Yeah. Man, I should watch that. I kind of feel like he was trying to go for like a weird haunted boat vibe with this arc, but it just doesn't work between the... And, mo- and it got gross. Yeah. It's like... It's it's not it, it's just gross for the sake of being gross and this monkey sucks and the story goes nowhere and like <laughs> this monkey is fucking horrible. Yeah, um, because Girl Smokey is still like, what's going on here? I don't know anything. Joey's yelling at the sailors, "Don't touch anything." There's a stand user here. You don't know what a stand user is, but just <laughs> there's a stand me. user here. And everyone splits up because, of course, they split up because it's basically Scooby-Doo rules at this point. And Girl Smokey is alone with this monkey um, who tries to give her an apple that he cut and also starts smoking a cigarette that he lights himself. And then he, like, he lights the cigarette and then he just, Mm -hmm. like, gets all comfortable and leans back like he's some fucking... Like, some fucking guy, he's the fucking dick boy over here with his cigarette, and he's, like, just chilling out in his, in his cage. Like... And then he then he pulls out some porn from, like, his, his like, his, himself? Yeah, I guess he just had a skin flap with a copy of Playboy hidden in there, like... Excuse me, Andrew, Play Bop? Oh, right, Play Bop. I hate <laughs> this fucking monkey so much. <laughs> yeah, I hate and him. he's just... He's just looking at the play bob, and Girl Smokey's getting all weirded out, because, yeah, it's really weird. Yeah. And then she leaves. And this this one panel, where it's just, like, a zoomed-out image of the stupid monkey reading his porn in the cage, and it's, like, all shadowed out. Like, ooh, spooky. Ooh, oh, what's gonna I wonder if the yeah. monkey is the stand user. Ooh. Oh. Oh. 
and here Fant Green finishes his search, useless, didn't find anything. Uh, there's just a page and a half of Girl Smokey just taking a shower. Just what we needed, a it's... shower scene with Girl Smokey. Thanks, Rocky. And thanks, Rocky. I, I really respect ni- his work, but man, just come on, man. 1980... <clears throat> 1989 was a time, I guess. <laughs> Everyone was doing it. And then uh, we see the mon- monkey's paw like grab the door, and we see all of the sailors just butchered. Rest <laughs> like... in peace. Nice ass shot. For like one panel, it's uh, disembodied oh. sailors, and then the other panel, it's underage ass. Like I cannot. It's just thir- I can't win yeah. here. I can't win here. <laughs> My eyes can't look anywhere. I have to just, just like I have to page. turn the page off. <laughs> I, I just have to turn my computer off and throw it out. <laughs> That's what I got. It's, one thing I do like um, in the panel with the sailors just like pieced out. Pieced out. Um, <laughs> the guy's half of his face just hanging. Like Ugh. just splatted on the wall. Just like, hey guys. Oh, I hate hey. it. It sucks. <laughs> so the monkey does a psycho to... Uh, and in the shower and it's just is real gross and the monkey is just super gross monkey like literally and any n- number of these monkey f- uh close-up faces are good thumbnails like they're literally all like worthy well the one i sent you before was like the best one because it's literally a sack of oh, potatoes right. with eyes. <laughs> we haven't even gotten to that one god damn it i hate this yeah this sucks huh. so much yeah it's it's worse it one well, i think it's worse you think it's worse here in the anime because it's think worse really here tone- because in the anime yeah, in the anime they, they tone it down and it's anime so you can just even when it's stupid you can just kind of veg out and like half pay attention to it you yeah, have to actively like read this yeah. <laughs> oh man so, so George, fortunately, yeah, George shows up and hits the monkey in the head with a lock. Oh yeah, oh god, it's great. He just like <laughs> this is your page. lock, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> You're not a normal monkey, are you? So it's you then. Are you the stand user? And the monkey doesn't respond. Oh, we're getting um, awesome smiling face. Star Platinum's here. He's yeah, shit eating grin. Yeah, it's like yes, I do want to punch a primate. Thank you. And blocks a kick the monkey was gonna do. But the George and then a fan blade. Yeah, the George just gets impaled with this fan blade. He doesn't even look oh. phased by it. What is happening? It's like, oh, glad I have all my muscles to stop the impact. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Um, but he's real weirded out because, like, all right, the orangutan's a stand user, but where's the stand? Where is it? Um. And then strength part three. Strength doesn't need to be three parts. Very glad it was one episode in the anime. Thank God. I wish it could have been a half episode. <laughs> but yeah, you know, strength part three. Let's just let's just. We're keep, only twenty three minutes through. in right now. We're about to crush through this whole thing. So let's just keep up this pace. Because yeah, maybe the second crush the second double. half is going to be a lot more interesting. <laughs> Yeah, so the fan in Jorts' shoulder starts moving and, like, slaps him in the face, which is pretty funny. Um, it looks like a cartoon. It looks like a Looney Tunes. It's, like, bending over, like... 
Yeah. It, the, yeah, it would not be out of place. Um, George still doesn't know what's going on. He's really confused, can't find the stand. Uh, the A window shatters and all the glass like comes out at him and Star Platinum does a sick Joey Joestar impression. Oh, yeah. Like, do you see that? Yeah, it's really, really good. Nice. Um, and then just like Kung Fu catches with his fingers all the bits of glass and it's super cool. And then he, like, tries to punch the monkey with the shards of glass, but then the monkey, oh. like, oh. it, like, sh- it would have been so good. It, like, slurps into the wall. Yeah, it slurps into the wall. What is it? With, with, why does everybody in JoJo, why can they all slurp places? I don't understand. Because it, that's how stands work. <laughs> by slurpage. <laughs> everybody can fucking phase through shit. Yeah. And then... The revelation as we cut to the top deck crew, um, as everyone starts sinking into the deck of the ship, like, oh, the entire boat is the stand. Boo! Okay. Yeah. Boo! That's a, maybe that twist was good in like 1989, Boo! but here it's just kind of like, oh, all right. I hate. Okay. I hated that. The first time yeah. I I got to this part, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah, this sucks. And Jorts and Star Platinum get tied up with, like, hoses and pipes and pinned to the wall of the ship. Everyone else is kind of half-slorped in and is slowly being crushed to death. And <laughs> Joey is just, we were too naive. Thanks, Joey. And the monkey slorps back out in a captain's uniform with a tarot dictionary, the page open to strength, which is very convenient cool like uh this actually this this panel the monkey with the pipe and the rubik's cube is actually really good (laughs) oh oh god where did he get the rubik's cube from and then the Uh, rubik's cube when he finishes it it has a monkey on it yeah i don't know how that turns into that i just want to quickly say like i love araki's tarot card illustrations they remind me like of uh, classy uh, Cuspo like illustrations, just like turned up to twelve. Yeah, because they're insane to look at. It's a nightmare. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, we're gonna see a lot of that when we get to the Oingo Boingo Brothers. <sighs> That's the boy, are we? Yeah. <laughs> so the monkey's just showing off, like, yeah, I could do a Rubik's cube, fuckers. I made this whole boat. There's nothing you can do about it. And then he eye fucks Anne a little bit more because, like, we didn't have enough of that before. I hate hate it. You know, for a stand that's supposedly called strength, it doesn't really do anything. He just conjures Uh, things for no reason. They talk about, like, the immense force of will necessary to, like, make a stand solid that's visible to, like, non-stand users, and that's fine. But, okay, whatever. It's still fucking stupid. This monkey is oh, dumb. Yeah, I, I, his name is Forever, by the way. It, is, it, is it really? Yes. It's, it, its name is Forever. God. Um, Jorts, as he's pinned to the wall, gets the one of the buttons off of his uniform, like, flicks it at the monkey just to piss him off. And it's like, that button isn't part of your stand, ape. And then we get the really good monkey, like, thumbnail. Just like, 
<laughs> it looks like a mountain of shit. That's what this arc is. A mountain of shit. And then the monkey freaks out on Jotaro. Um, oh, shit. I... This is Starfinger Yeah, you're again. a liar. Starfinger's right here, Jack. Yeah, Jotaro uses Starfinger um, to flick the button that the monkey is now holding into its skull and kills it. Thank and, God. Uh, and then af- it's or, already it's already like dying, and then dying, yeah. he or or is the shit or- out of it. <laughs> yeah, because that's just how it works. Oh, this was a good. This is a good aura aura. Like yeah, very it's good. like nice composition. Like uh, star platinum at the bottom corner, enemy at the top left corner. It's like good. It's it's good. That's that's how we're gonna judge aura auras now. Like <laughs> as modern art. <laughs> yeah, that works for me. So that was strength. It's not good. It's yeah, really we're not, only twenty eight minutes in. It's really not good. We. We were very, uh, we didn't cover it very extensively because the nothing happens in it. Nothing happens. It's really just stupid. Yeah, yeah and I don't want to look at naked girl smoking any more than is necessary. No, yeah, I can take a hot pass on that. Which is to that. say none. Yeah, take, a, take an absolute hot pass on that. And uh, next week, we're going to do Devil, which isn't as bad. <laughs> is it? Oh, it's still it's, not it's... great. The, it's worth it for that. I'm gonna bite your dick off. <laughs> it's, it's worth it for that yeah, part. Yeah, we'll get there. It's but, definitely more entertaining. It's a lot less, like, groan-inducing, but it's still not really good. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. And, uh, like, what, like, what's up next? Let's see what's on deck. Uh, Devil, fine. Yellow Temperance, uh, I'm just gonna call him Dan of Steel, like throughout all of it because that was a pretty <laughs> that good was one name. of the better localized names i definitely i definitely felt good about dan of steel yeah and then we're probably going to do an entire episode on emperor and the hanged man just to like get that out of there because it's like it's really good and i want to take some time oh yeah we, because... we could do an entire episode and do that entire arc and really like do it right yeah yeah because whole horse one of the one of the better mid bosses um empress fine wait who was empress Oh God! It was Joey and the tumor. Uh, oh God! <laughs> oh no! I hated that. Wheel of Fortune is non-offensive, but just like filler. Yeah. Um. Would you get? Yeah. It's just. <sighs> Justice, lovers, son. Oh man. Oh man. Ah, whatever. And then Death Thirteen, which I'll never understand why he got a number. They all have numbers, but. He he gets a, he gets the number in his name, for some reason. Yeah, I never understood that. Yeah, because they all do have numbers. Like strength was eight, like, but he's not strength oh. eight. <laughs> this is my stand. Strength strength eight. eight. No, but death thirteen. Stardust Crusaders is such for like what is considered to be the such most made up. Yeah, for Stardust garbage. Crusaders, for what is considered like is like the most like easy to get into, and I guess like for lack of a better word, like, mainstream JoJo part, it's really filled mm-hmm. with more non-sequiturs, I feel like, than, like, a lot of other things. Like, a lot of it is just complete nonsense. Yeah, because a lot of it feels like it was slapped together as it was written. Yeah. It was like, uh, monkey, monkey stand, big boat, uh, alien, but it's a boat. There's the definitely not the nearly alien. as much uh, plot cohesion and, like, just general good uh, flow that the other parts 
like one and two and then four and beyond seem to have like three is just kind of like this weird anomaly yeah but it, you know you take the good you take the bad and we're, and then you have then you have the yeah that's 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 just how it works so anyway that was part three coverage for this week now we're gonna jump back to our favorite compilation of short stories under execution under jailbreak and this time we're covering Thus Spoke Kashibi Rohan, which we talked about last week, is a side story featuring our friend Kashibi Rohan. Kashibi Rohan. And uh, at this point, I think this is part six style, because it sure looks like part six style Rohan. Yeah, I agree. And it, just, it just jumps right into it. It's like Rohan's just talking to you. It's like, previously, my manga, the pink and black book. Pink? Is that what that no, it was pink, dark, but whatever. Yeah, it's translation, whatever. I had been serialized in Shonen Jump. But please don't call in the editors just because you've never seen that masterpiece. During that period, I went to Italy to do some research for the new development in my story and stayed in Venezia for about eight weeks. Oh, you thought that... part five was the end-all, be-all of Iraqi's Italy obsession? You thought His very Italy wrong. Fetish. You thought very wrong. <laughs> Is that a real place, Andrew? What? Venezia? Yeah, that's just Italian for Venice. Oh. Okay. I don't think the translator knew that. Because <laughs> I'm fairly certain he just translated this katakana into Venezia and called it a day. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> that, I don't know if maybe really I don't funny. know if maybe the katakana was implying as it at, the katakana maybe may have been implying that he was saying it in Italian like. He was saying Venezia, not Venice. That, that, is that how you say it, in, like in Italiano? Yeah, it's Venezia. Oh, but then, it's kind of yeah, like exactly what the well, it's kind of like the says. difference. It's well, you know, they don't say, they don't say Japan in Japan. They say Nippon, so it's kind of kind of like that. Venice is the yeah. Venice is the English version of Venezia. So, regard well, regardless, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Everyone else calls them Japan, because that, that's, like, what the Chinese call them? I don't know. Um, language is stupid. <laughs> lang- language is fun to muddle through sometimes. It just, it gets... The, At the it, end it of the day, it's con- confusing and dumb. But, yeah. point being, this the, 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 he's in, in Venice. Italy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's in Italy. Um, he's in the so boat he's doing land. some research. <laughs> the boat land. Um, so he's in a church. The Italians love them churches, don't they? Oh, do they um, ever. And he's real fascinated by the confessional booths where uh, one guy gets in there to confess their sins to a priest who's in the other box. And he's taking pictures even though uh, no one, even though it's forbidden, but he's Kishibi Rohan. Yeah, he doesn't, and give, he a doesn't fuck. give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, so he's like, ah, I. Maybe it'd be a good idea to get in there and confess to a priest. It'd be a good experience for my manga. Like that one time that I ate a spider. Like, you know? <laughs> yeah, dude. Confess After your all. sins. <laughs> of course, I've never committed any sins. So I was thinking I couldn't confess that I took pictures in the church, though it was forbidden when suddenly... Plot twist! Someone... He's in the priest box. Ah, <laughs> oh, stupid and, Rohan. Yeah, he's a stupid <laughs> Japanese tourist. And someone is trying to confess their sins to uh, Rohan because they think that he's the priest. Um, 
And I did not know at this time that the side with the curtain was the priest's side. I didn't know, and that's why I was researching. But it is this man's confession that is the episode of sheer terror, of murder and betrayal, the story of a great grudge. That was a long preface, but this man had mistaken me as a priest. And he just, it's like, yeah, c c keep going, man. Keep going. I want to hear this story. <laughs> Rohan is such a fucker. Yeah, so that's the that's the framing device like for this whole thing, and we see we see this man. Um, he's he's twenty four. He's employed at a company marketing corn, and all he does is carry bags of corn to the trucks or to storage. This guy literally a... looks like he has like he's got like something protruding out of his head. Like that's not hair. That's like that's a, that's most JoJo characters. No, I <laughs> know, but in, in, in this particular though, because his hair is just, it's like number two crew cut, but then like, <laughs> but then like knives coming out of his forehead. <laughs> it's like a high and tight, but a knife and tight. <laughs> like, give me the knife and tight. <laughs> give me the give me the knife and tight. Oh no. <laughs> um. It was a very busy job, leaving me no time to even make a girlfriend, which I couldn't stand. That's very awkward phrasing. Make on a that girlfriend, oh god. <laughs> on that afternoon, it was past six o'clock, and I was working overtime, which happened quite often. And there came this man, this homeless, funny Valentine-looking motherfucker. <laughs> funny Valentine if he got, like, smashed in the head with a shovel. Oh, yeah. Um, this homeless guy that uh, he appeared to be Asian. He must have abandoned the poor wages of his country. What, is, what does that mean? <laughs> what is... <laughs> Araki, you, you got some opinions you want to tell us about? It's like he has issues with Japan. I never would have known that. Well, Asia, not Japan. Oh, right. He didn't say Japan. He just said Asian. Yeah, well, the guy telling Rohan this, I guess, is white. But Oh, okay. yeah, I guess so. Yeah, and... He's, please, will you give me some food, sir? It was a pathetic voice. His eyes would glance at my dinner on the table. So, huh? I haven't read this in a while, and this translation is Not leaves something to be desired. Yeah. <laughs> Suddenly, I became angry. Here I am, working all day and into overtime, while this man had been lying around in a park or behind a train station all day. And he asked me for food? Give me a break. I said to the man, I earn my money by working and buy my food with that. Why don't you do the same? <laughs> Just uh, So already we know that this guy is an unsympathetic, like, maybe not asshole. Because no, he, he, just has, he just doesn't know what empathy means. Basically. No, he's very—he's not very um, empathetic, and the homeless guy is like, "I will work, but can I just eat first for five days? I haven't eaten anything. I'll work after I eat. I promise." Oh, really? Will you do it or not? Wages are paid after the work is done. So this, like, half-starved homeless man, is uh, goes to pick up a bag of corn. And the guy's like, what are you doing carrying one of the small ones? You gotta carry one of these fat fuckers. And, and then he just starts, like, bringing these giant bags of corn over to the truck. And uh, this guy sits down, takes his lunch. And suddenly the homeless guy just collapses with the corn on top of him. And, oh. And it turns out, he died. And he <laughs> This man is now dead. R.I.P. 
And this man was a stand user, or a latent stand user, similar to a Notorious B.I.G. And so this guy's stand ghost pops out under a table. Did it appear to you that I was slacking? <laughs> I'm in the midst of despair deeper than the dark sea because of you. I'll never forget. Your, your face I will never forget. This revenge I will make you pay. I will come back when you are at your happiest moment. I will come to take you with me. Got that? The, the, his face <laughs> is just terrifying here. Oh, a Rocky. This is this kind of like terrifying art shows back up in uh, part eight, like with the uh, the man at the lake. Yeah, it, he looks like the man at the lake. Um, so the unrepentant, like assholey dude, is just like, what? Huh? What happened? And his coworkers like lift the bag of corn off this dead homeless man, and it's like, call a doctor, call a police. <laughs> this guy is dead. <laughs> Uh, and we cut back to uh, Rohan and the guy in the confessional. I didn't know. I didn't know that he really hadn't eaten for five days. It's like, how? Are you sure you weren't seeing a dream? A dream? How grateful I would be if it were only a dream. The story has only begun, Father. The most frightening part begins here. And then he goes on. It's like, since then, good things continued to happen to me. So many that it was disturbing. Money came in. I won the soccer lottery. I guess that's a thing. Fine. All right, hold up. <laughs> was the guy was was this a uh, homeless man? Was he the Malagra man all along? Oh fuck. <laughs> oh. <laughs> the Malagra man died in a fire and you know that. I, but, but, <laughs> hey, maybe you know, he was also a gun runner <laughs> and he had a lot of money. Come on, man. <laughs> Maybe, maybe, just maybe, if you think about it real hard. <laughs> maybe he was the Malagro Man Part 3. Yeah. <laughs> with the lost Malagro Man. Oh, gosh. So a lot of good things happened to this guy. My idea is the snacks and cornflakes using corn became a big hit. Like, guys, what if we used corn to make cornflakes? Dude, that's oh. fucked up. Maybe this guy made corn nuts, and that would be good, because corn nuts are delicious. Um, yeah, he got married to an ex-supermodel who made it to the Milano connect collection. Uh, it's like, I have cabins in Coma and Sardinia. I'm pretty sure that's supposed to be Sardinia yes. <laughs> instead of yeah. Sardegna. It's not Sar Sardegna. Yeah, you were right, Jack. <laughs> Yeah, my house right now has about 15 servants and three drivers. I was always worried about this freakish luck. Thoughts of the dead Asian man were always in the back of my mind. <laughs> what the fuck? I, that's such a good line. Thoughts of the dead Asian man were always in the back of my mind. Where's the no context JoJo? <laughs> um, and the guy's like nice and tight got like super he's got so many knives yeah he's well like, no he's starting to he's starting to turn into a mohawk starting to turn into a mohawk a, a knife hawk yeah <laughs> a mohawk but if you stuck knives in your head <laughs> yeah and it's like then we had a child a cute child who looked like her mother oh how grateful i would have been if it were only a dream looking at my daughter playing in the park i thought to myself i'm such a blessed man that thought went through my head, and suddenly, everything went to shit. 
because now that revenge stand kicks back in kicks back in and has possessed this guy's daughter more accurately possessed her tongue oh god it's horrifying it's terrible the tongue is now the stand just as i promised i've I've come come back back for for you you. oh i hate it Mm. and And then like this guy comes it's like miss is something wrong shut up she fucking (laughs) murders him yeah he's dead he's fucking dead don't worry i'm only coming for you i'm only borrowing your daughter's body grudge in these past years you've enjoyed the joys of life wealth fame a family you think you've reached that point yourself ha i was assisting you in the shadows so that i could so that you would be thrown down at your happiest moment so i could make you feel the same despair that i did god it looks so gross uh, this this tongue no it's like eyes. a face and then the rest of the tongue looks like his beard and i hate it it's like hmm. <sighs> or the rest of the tongue is its tongue Ugh. oh stop mm-hmm. too many implications here yeah I'll fulfill my grudge to you for the sake of my soul. But if you die thinking that this is an unfair grudge, it will leave a bad taste. I'll give you one chance. A fair chance. We'll have God decide whether the grudge is fair or not. <laughs> um, the, little, the, the tongue in this panel, like the little tongue, just like... <laughs> it looks very silly when it's yeah. not close up. Um, so yeah, they're going to play a game now. And one of them is going straight to the shadow realm. Oh my God. The shadow, they would be lucky to go to the shadow realm at this point. Um, so tell me a little bit about the game they play here, Andrew. Well, (laughs) you were excited about this. He's going to open, open this bag and then he's going to eat the bag. What is he doing? Is that popcorn? No, it's, because we saw earlier that the little girl was like tossing up popcorn for seagulls to eat. So what this guy has to do now is take a piece of popcorn, throw it higher than this like 15 foot lamp pole and catch it in his mouth three times in a row. (laughs) If you can do this three times, I'll believe it wasn't your fault I died and it was only destiny. This is also the climax of my spirit. You say that's ridiculous? Do it when I clap my hands. If you throw it lower than the lamp, I'll kill you in a flash. Jesus. Oh, and now the tongue has hands. Do you see that? Do you see that, Andrew? Do you see the Oh, no, it does have hands. And then when you go to the next page, the possessed little girl does some Naruto shit. Yeah, she does uh, some shadow jutsu. And he throws the popcorn... And he tries to catch it with his mouth. The height. <laughs> the height. <laughs> this impeccably shaded piece of popcorn. Oh, good good job, Rocky. Dude, there's some serious I... volumetric god rays coming out of the piece of popcorn in this panel. Oh my god. And sure enough. Todd, Todd Howard, get out of here. It bounces off here, his Todd. face a few times and in a straight fumble lands in his mouth. So he's got like... one. One for yeah, one. It, it bounces off of his cheek into his mouth. Like, by the luck of God. It's like, whew, that was close. I caught it. Yes. Moving along. Get the next popcorn. <laughs> uh, it was really bright. It's unfair. Can't I do it in the shade? 
Uh, and the and the tongue stand is just not having it. The time is now. The place is here. Whatever happens is a part of destiny. Got it? Two more times. If you fail, I will kill you. Um, time for round two. So, yeah, this is like RPS kid, but so much more intense. <laughs> so he throws the popcorn. The yes, hype. the clouds have covered the sun, and the popcorn went straight up. So he's waiting for it to come down, and then what's that? That's right. The scourge of humanity. Pigeons. Sky rats. <laughs> this is great. They were waiting, thinking that you would feed them. They thought they could get it because you tossed it up. The pigeons are faster than the descent. Looks like you're running out of luck. <laughs> and the guy, like, rips open the bag of popcorn to distract the pigeons. They go for that, and he's able to catch it in his mouth. He's like, I caught it the second time. Take that. This is easy. Oh, gosh. Do it as many as you'd like after this last one. I'll clap my hands. Ready? One last. And then all these pigeons. Yeah, now all of a sudden it's the birds. Yeah, all these pigeons are just like sitting and looking. It's just like, you gonna throw that popcorn? We want that popcorn. We want them. What is this? You're the one who called the pigeons, and you're the one who scattered all all popcorn in the bag, all popcorn everywhere. <laughs> At this point, the little girl's gone full on exorcist. And yeah, here goes the final throw, and claps her hands, and he top. <laughs> oh my god, that's right. He lit the popcorn on fire <laughs> and throws it into the air. He's on, his hand is on fire, (laughs) the lighter is on fire, the popcorn is on fire. There was something about this era in Iraqi, the, like, storytelling that he just set everything on fire. Why the fuck not, you know? Fire, man. Like, like Jolene set herself on fire, this guy set himself on fire, is like, alright, we're doing this. And it's just, ha! Can the pigeons eat a burning popcorn? Can you even come near burning food? All right, it's coming straight down. And suddenly the clouds move away from the sun. It's like, what? I can't see the popcorn. Since it's burning, the glitter of the fire blends in with the sunlight. It's nowhere. I can't see it. Where is it? And it lands on his shirt collar and is immediately decapitated. (laughs) Rest in fucking pieces. It was a fair grudge. The guy, tongue just screaming, it was a fair grudge. (laughs) And the spirit leaving the little girl and going up to heaven, I guess, does not deserve to go to heaven. (laughs) And then we come back to the scene in the confessional booth. It's like, but you're alive. That must be what you're thinking, father. That's the part. That's the part I came to confess. I could not but speak of this great sin I have committed. That vagabond, he made me so rich that I could get anything I wished for. Rich enough to easily find a servant who would do whatever I told him to. Master, come out. Master, coming to confess your sins won't take away my grudge. Come out here. And, holy shit. (laughs) So... The guy has paid paid a servant 
to get plastic surgery to look exactly like him while changing his own appearance to just look like a schlub. And that servant has come back, crawling, holding his head in his hands, like, I'll never forgive you. I can't die dead enough. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. You used your money to make me get plastic surgery. You deceived me, master. My grudge of that terrible thing you made me go through. So this when guy is also a Stan ghost, I guess, now. Mm, no, it's just the original Stan ghost has, like, realized it was tricked. Oh, so he and... possessed the decapitated body of the servant. I... Or maybe the decapitated guy is also a stand because of his grudge. I don't really know. Maybe there's actually no stands here and it's just ghosts. Uh, it's possible. <laughs> and then Rohan just watches this whole thing while these two ghosts crawl after this, like, dejected man. That was a terrible story I experienced during my time in Italy. What happened to him after this? I, Kashibi Rohan, do not know. Perhaps I should come back next year or the year after that to interview him. The end. Nice. Yep. And that's uh, the spoke Kashibi Rohan, which I guess Araki just used as a way to get a really weird ghost story across. <laughs> yeah, and we get a neat um, author note at the be at the end of this. Let's just go through. We got some yeah. extra time. This is all Araki quotes. When I was a child, my father and grandfather would say things like, a horrible person like you should go to an abandoned island and we'll send you to prison. Oh. Oh. Okay. There was a prison near my house when they would scold me. I would have been glad to go to an abandoned island, but a prison would have been a nightmare. In those words of scolding, there was one that went like this. If you live a life deceiving people, you'll be cursed at your happiest moment. That still gives me chills. There's just something about being knocked down when you're happy. And as I grow older, the fear of it grows. Not that I think I'm deceiving people, but it's freaky. And I like the main character of this story, who doesn't give in even though it happens to him. The Japanese title is Kashibi Rohan Moves Not. The moves not in the title means that Kashibi Rohan is not the main character of the story, but is only the navigator. <laughs> the navigator? Okay. Yeah, I guess that navigator, you know, makes sense. Yeah, it's like Flight of the Navigator. Right, fine. of course. Um, but yeah, th it, it's just another good side story that we're good, just trying to trying to wash the taste of strength out of our mouths. Yeah, that wasn't <laughs> so good, but uh, you know, you know, that's kind of how yeah. it goes. But um, yeah. so I don't know, man. What are we gonna do for this section next week? It is uh. Jojo Leon. Oh, Jojo Leon. Oh, it's back, baby. Yeah. It's never been more lit. Oh, it's thank never God. Been more lit. I'm so happy to see it back. I guess, like, maybe at one point we should do Dolce and his master just to, like, say that we closed out all of Under Execution okay. Under Jailbreak. I don't think I've even, like, read all of Dolce and his master. I just know that, like, I'm not going to spoil it, but it's just some weird shit. Yeah. But, you know, right. we'll, we'll do it one of these days so we can, like, for completion, it's sick, I guess. But, yeah, so next week, we should have yeah. Jolien back, which rules. He's really... Oh, yeah, it was 28 days later is what was happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> like, these zombie people, like, chasing after Josuke. Yeah, so we're going to oh. get some, some real fucked up to Jolien, which is good. And then, like we said earlier next week, we're going to do Devil in Stardust Devil. So that'll The hit movie by M. Night Shyamalan. Yeah, is something that 
this story arc is definitely better, so it has that going for it at least. Yeah, it was a low bar to clear, but it definitely cleared it. It definitely cleared that bar, so good on Devil. And I think that about caps this week's episode. I, I think yeah. so, Jack, don't you think? Yeah, uh, I'm I'm done. Yeah, I feel good about it. <laughs> I, I, I feel good about calling it calling it quits here. So, yeah. you know. Thanks thanks always for yeah, listening. Yeah, if you're listening. You've probably, you've probably found us either on the RSS feed from SoundCloud or iTunes or Google Play. Go there. Leave us a leave us a like, uh, a five star review, any of those things. We love those things. Yeah, those things are, are good and cool and fun. And if you're listening to this, like again, thank you so much. We love having yeah. you here. We love rambling for you guys. It's a good time. Yeah. It gives it's, us it's a good way to it get, while away. Yeah, the it gives hours. us a, it gives us an outlet. You know, it's good. It keeps us uh, keeps us from losing our minds, which is always nice. Yeah, yeah. So you yeah. know, on this uh, relaxing note. We're just going to see you guys next time. Yeah, just slide out right out of it. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.